0: The voices of a million angels could not That you've done for me. You see, they've been things, they've been things so undeserved.
1: you think with us for a few minutes this morning from the subject an impotent church and an all powerful savior an impotent church and an all powerful savior Jesus church is under attack and the attacker is a familiar foe Satan Satan has been hurling attacks at the church from the very beginning. But in the year of our Lord, 2021, the church has become so impotent that we must seriously look at what needs to be done to get back what we have lost. There's no greater evidence of this than in the area of social justice. Satan knows that when we suffer injustice in any way, physical, social, emotional, or spiritual, our aspiration is for relief. And so Satan attacks us on that level. And Satan suggests that our suffering is evidence of our wrong standing with God. Satan challenges us to insist that God relieve our suffering, and Satan suggests that if God doesn't relieve our suffering, then something is either wrong with God, wrong with us, or wrong with our relationship with God. Now. To be sure, God can relieve our suffering. But if God doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that God is still God. God was God when Job was wealthy, powerful, and successful. But God was still God when Job lost everything he had. Job's personal loss didn't change anything about who God was. But what it did do for Job was force him to take a second look at God. Jesus was Lord when he called Paul on the Damascus Road and sent him in a new direction. But Jesus was still Lord when he told Paul, I'm not going to move your thorn in the flesh. And Paul's struggle with his thorn didn't change anything about who Jesus was, but it did force Paul to take a second look at Jesus. In suffering, Job learned that his Redeemer prevails, even though he may endure loss. In struggle, Paul learned that God's grace is sufficient to compensate for any weaknesses his thorn may cause. In both cases, these people learned that faith in God is stronger even when personal aspiration is not satisfied. And as it was for them, so it should be with us. All of us have personal aspirations that color our view of God. All of us have things that we want God to do for us. Some of us even believe that we can coerce God into doing certain things for us. But can I tell you that the road to Christian maturity begins with learning to accept God for who he is Accept him for who he has revealed himself to be in his word and then submit to his lordship. If we are to overcome Satan's schemes, then Jesus' church must reassert itself in the world with the authority that Christ has given to us. This need for assertiveness is evident in our text today. From a spiritual perspective, Adam represents the church. As the church, Adam had received word from God, clear instruction that the fruit of this particular tree, the tree of knowledge, was to be left alone. Now, traditionally, we like to blame Eve alone for the downfall of humanity. It was her fault. But if you critically consider the text, you see some things here that demand our attention. Look at verse 6. Verse 6 says, after the woman consumed the forbidden fruit, she gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate as well. The key phrase, who was with her. Traditionally, we have interpreted this to mean that Adam was with Eve as the only two human occupants of the earth at that moment. But what if this phrase means something else? What if this phrase is meant to say to us that positionally Adam was with Eve, that Adam was there as this was going on? If that's the case, then it would suggest that Adam, the church, was a witness to the encounter that took place between Eve and the serpent and stood silent as the serpent beguiled her. If that's the case, it would mean that Adam, The church did not insert himself between the serpent and the woman to protect his wife from the serpent's advances. If that's the case, it would mean that Adam, the church, who had been given a direct command from God, refused to assert the authority that God had given him to resist the serpent's attacks on God's character. Remember, the serpent said to Eve that God was first a liar and second a coward. The serpent said God was a liar when he said that they would die if they ate from the forbidden fruit. And then he added that God was afraid of the increased knowledge that would come to them because of the fruit they consumed. And if Adam was with Eve, if Adam was standing right there as the serpent was making these ridiculous accusations against God, then Adam should have said something. Yep. And yet the text says, Adam stood idly by, let this happen, and did nothing to cut it off. Hear me today. Don't flip away now. When the church positions itself with the world, then the church can't stand up to the attack of Satan. When the church positions itself with the world, then the church loses its authority. When the church positions itself with the world, then the church can't provide the cover that the world needs to resist and overcome satanic attacks. Make no mistake about it, my brothers and sisters, this world is under attack. The attack is from the devil and the devil's attack is the church's business because Jesus left us here with a charge to bring the world into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But when we position ourselves with the world and are silent as the devil attacks the world, then we have not only let the world down, we have not only let ourselves down, but we have let God down. The devil is attacking through mean-spirited people that claim to care about babies dying in the womb but care nothing about our babies dying in the streets of our cities. The devil is attacking through corporations that work you to death And then take away your benefits so that you can't die with a modicum of dignity. The devil is attacking through legislation aimed at taking public education dollars from those who most desperately need it to subsidize people who dropped out of public education when the Supreme Court ended legalized segregation of public schools back in 1954. The devil is attacking through people who prefer guns over safety and security for our children. And a sad reality is that the devil is having an easy time making these attacks because Adam, the church, has in many cases positioned himself with the world and said nothing to make the devil stand up and take notice. She took Some of the fruit and ate it. She also gave to her husband who was with her and he ate it. If this means that Adam was with her positionally, it also suggests that Adam was with her cognitively. Adam was in agreement with her decision to listen to the serpent, to the devil, and disobey God. If Adam was with Eve and heard the conversation that she had with the serpent, then it suggests that the serpent not only beguiled the woman, but the serpent beguiled Adam as well. Like Eve, Adam probably wondered why was it all right to eat from any other tree in the garden, but... You had to refrain from eating from this one tree. Like Eve, Adam probably wondered if God was serious when he said, on the day you eat of this tree, you will surely die. Like Eve, Adam probably believed the serpent when he said that God was afraid of how much better their lives would be if they would only eat from the forbidden fruit. If Adam was with Eve throughout this exchange, then it means that the serpent so affected Adam's thinking that he willingly participated in what God had explicitly told him not to do. My brothers and sisters, the church becomes ineffective when we choose to position ourselves with the thinking of the world in opposition to the word of God. Jesus said that while we are in the world, we are not of the world. And that means that the church should have a greater impact on the direction of the world than the world has on the direction of the church. And yet in 2021, that doesn't seem to be the case. At all. The reason why there's so much prosperity preaching going on in the church is not because it's supported by scripture, but because the church is as interested in wealth as the world is. The church is caught up in capitalistic consumerism that places greater value on quantity than on quality. Prosperity preaching is da- demonic because it says nothing of our need to be subject to one another. Health and wealth preaching is demonic because it places a higher priority on self than it does on service to our fellow man in the name of Jesus. Miracle preaching is demonic because it suggests that we walk by sight and not by faith. Name it and claim it preaching is demonic because it places more emphasis on what we want God to do for us than what we're willing to do for God. Church is losing its effectiveness because we've allowed being positioned with the world to negatively impact our thinking. I know I'm bothering you, but that's all right. There's a third thing that this text says to us that's important. Adam's position with Eve did nothing to thwart Satan's attack. Satan wasn't intimidated by Adam being there at all. And you know why? It's because he knew that Adam was more concerned about pleasing Eve than he was about pleasing God. Satan knew that Adam's focus wasn't on what was right, but his focus was on what he thought would make Eve happy. If Adam, the church was really concerned about doing what God wanted, then he would have refused to take of the forbidden fruit. But to please Eve, Adam did what Eve wanted instead of what God expected. And my brothers and sisters, whenever the church is more concerned about making the world happy than it is about doing the will of Christ, Satan will Prevail. Satan has a genuine fear of those who are devoted to God. James says, if you resist the devil, he will flee from us. Here's the problem. Satan also knows when we're genuine and when we're just posturing. And posturing doesn't frighten the devil at all when the sons of Sceva postured themselves against a demon-possessed man in Ephesus, Satan wasn't concerned about that. They said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, we command you to come out. But the demon knew they were just posturing. The Bible says the demon looked up at him and said, now I know who Jesus is, and I've heard of Paul. But who are you? And then the demon-possessed man gave them a terrible beating. They ran out of the house naked and bleeding. And we need to ask ourselves today, are we genuine representatives of Jesus Christ or are we just posturing? In the case of Adam, the church was ineffective because it positioned itself with the world it thought like the world and it was more interested in pleasing the world than with pleasing god and as a result the church lost a lot the church lost its position for they were expelled from the garden the church lost its fellowship god ceased To walk with them in the cool of the day. The church lost its purpose. Instead of simply maintaining God's world now man had to do battle with the world and work by the sweat of his brow. The church instead of clinging to God now hid itself from God in the thickets that the world provided. The church even sought to blame God for the problems that it had because when God asked Adam, where are you? Adam said, it was the woman you gave me that caused all this trouble. The church lost a lot because it positioned itself with the world that was beguiled by the devil. But as I hurry toward a close, I I am glad that with all that the church lost, God did not give up on the church. With all that the church lost, God affirmed that in the end, everything would be all right. Even though Adam didn't assert his authority, when God showed up, God put the serpent in his place. I heard God say, I'm going to put hatred between you and the woman. Your children and her children will be enemies. Her son will crush your head and you will crush his heel. And the son that crushes the head of the serpent is our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. All is not lost, my brothers and sisters because we serve an all-powerful Savior. All is not lost because we serve a Savior who will restore to us what we have forfeited to the devil. All is not lost because we have a Savior who redeems and justifies and reconciles himself with the world. All is not lost because we have a Savior who looks beyond our fault and meets our every need. All is not lost because Jesus came and did for us what we could not do for ourselves. The serpent had his way with Adam. The serpent had his way with Eve. But the serpent couldn't have his way with Jesus. And I'm glad that when I'm weak Jesus is strong. I'm glad that when I fall, Jesus is there to pick me up. I'm glad that when I'm overwhelmed by the problems that confront me, Jesus is there to cover me and keep me safe. I'm glad that he's my heart fixer. I'm glad that he's my way maker. I'm glad that Jesus is my all-powerful Savior. The church is impotent today. Folk don't want to hear it, but the church is impotent today because we've allowed the world to corrupt the church. But you can get back what you've lost if you come to Jesus. You can get back your power if you come to Jesus. You can get back your integrity if you come to Jesus. You can get back your authority if you come to Jesus. If you stand on the word of God, God will give you back everything that Satan has taken away. But you got to be willing to stand and let God do for you what you can't do for Yourself.
0: Say, Lord, I live. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing, Lord, love to sing your, your presence. I'm so glad you're in, my, so life. Glad you're in my life. And I'm so glad you came to save I'm us. So to save oh, let's sing that again. God, glory and honor. Let's sing that song once more. Lord, I